0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Angels to aliens, from ghost stories to angel encounters, Bigfoot sightings, alien abduction, near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with angels to aliens. Heidi Hollis, the Outlander. Outlander. Welcome everybody, you are listening to Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander here on the Believe Podcast Network, which is the number one podcast network for professionals. The question is, do you believe? Join me now where we discuss the most incredible stories on the planet, from the paranormal to mysteries to horror to even heavenly interventions. I will also welcome you, the listener, to send over any topic that you'd like us to cover, and we will share that here on the air. And also, I'll be interviewing some of the most intriguing guests from researchers to experiencers, and if you'd like to be one of those people, be free to reach on out. All right, and you know, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can also find us at Believe.com. That is com and at Believe Podcast. And know that you can find me on most every single type of social media out there. Just put at one Heidi Hollis and uh, yeah, you will discover me wherever I'm lingering. <laughs> So, you guys, I wanted to get to some really cool stuff. I've been really digging, going through the latest in UFO sightings. And I don't know if you ever get the opportunity to check some of these out, you will be super impressed like I am. So this is a new segment that I like to call UFO Blast Reports. (laughs) Hey, gotta get inventive with this stuff. get this. All right. And and I'm just like totally just looking at these sites and they generally come from the MUFON UFO Report Center. And then there's other sites that'll just stick them up up for everybody to have a look at. Did I say look up, up, up? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So anyways. All right. So This one is entitled UFO Sighting in Cape Coral, Florida. This occurred on November 19th, 2020. And this person goes on. And now there's going to be a lot of like misspellings and stuff. So I'm winging it. Bear with me. Trying to make out these sentences and all. So uh, this person reports, I work evening shift and get home at 2 a.m. And I always look into the sky to observe the stars and bright twinkle towards the south. When something caught my eye. I watched and then took my Moto Z 3 phone and took a video, also took a still shot. I watched the object for about 15 minutes, no sound, and it stayed stationary. The next morning, that was November 20th, 2020, I got home around 2 AM again and looked up to the south and saw the same twinkling light, but not as bright as the morning before. Once again, I took video and still shot in the videos hand was not steady. So object appears to be moving. I zoomed away and you can see objects in one position and while recording, I did notice the object color change with blinking red light faintly. If you look closely at the video, you can see a faint red. Mm. (laughs) Also on still shot, I tried to filter the object and zoomed in. But as you can see, some kind of vehicle, I don't think it's a helicopter because no sound and did check space station schedule and it did come around my area, but was way earlier in the evening and come from the Southwest to Northeast. So the object was stationed South and I first filtered still shot shows the best picture, something with a large window. Ooh. I wish I could see this video. Um, second filtered, filtered shows object with some kind of a tail in the center. My opinion, it's not our aircraft because there was no sound. I'm sending all videos and pics and make sure you folks have a better filter than I do. So let me know what you think. Oh yeah, I'm sure they got right back to you. (laughs) Just kidding. It it, is fascinating. I mean. I love it when uh, I read some of these, these stories off and I'm just like, what What was it like for this person? Especially if this is their first time to have witnessed something like that. I, it really gets the mind going. And, and let me tell you, I have been with people when it was their first time to see UFOs. and <laughs> uh, Just recently uh, in California, I had a friend who had never seen a UFO before and I'm like, you just got to pay attention. And she's like, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, no, really? So I'm like, hey, let's, let's get some uh, <laughs> lawn chairs out and let's sit out late at night and, and, and have a look and see if anything looks a little weird out there. I think we we're out there for five minutes before we saw our first light that seemed to go in a weird direction and turn around and go to another weird direction. And, and then another one, and then another one. And I'm not kidding you, probably 15 passed us in less than an hour. And, uh, you know, I I didn't say UFO to her. I I waited for her to go, what am I looking at? Is this really going on? I'm like, it's going on all the time. But, you know, people just really don't pay attention. So with this guy saying, you know, "I, I like to look at the night sky. And then when you're used to looking at the night sky and then you see something go a little screwy, you notice. And my friend, I think that, you know, she just never laid out and paid attention much. But it's there. It's there if you look. And uh, you know, not everything's a satellite, (laughs) especially if it takes a left-hand turn and then zigzags or something and and pulses with uh, brightness to dull and yeah, all that good stuff. (laughs) It's a a strange world. I, I mean, yeah. So anyways, here's the next sighting. This one is entitled Black Triangle Sighting in Alabaster, Alabama. This occurred November 21st, 2020, and this person states, they observed a triangle-shaped craft flying overhead very fast with no sound. That's part of the subtitle. And now it says, about 9 p.m. on Saturday, November 21st, 2020, I was in my backyard sitting by our fiery pit and looking up into the sky. I saw what I first believed to be a satellite, what did I just say, <laughs> or possibly a meteor in the sky, but... After looking at it for a second, I could see three distinct white lights in a triangle formation, and I could make out the rigid triangle structure of a craft. The moon was just below the view and behind my house from where I was in my backyard. This light provided a faint silhouette of the craft. It was flying from the south headed due north at what I would have estimated to go beyond supersonic speed and only a few thousand feet from the ground, and it made no sound. There wasn't any visible exhaust or visible propulsion. I saw it for about three to five seconds as it flew, almost directly overhead and over trees, which obstructed my view from seeing it any further. That was quite exciting. I've seen such things. Oh, I have seen such things. Shakes up everything. <laughs> All right. So this next one, this is a UFO sighting in Douglasville, Georgia. This occurred November 23rd, 2020. And it's uh, subtitled bright lights, like a star. So close together. It was like seeing double almost. It lit up a dark room. Ooh, all right, what does it say? Okay, the light was so bright that it literally went into our bedroom at night. It made it difficult to sleep. We could see the light through the trees, and what made it so unusual was the fact that the light seemed to be as bright as a star itself. It was way too low to be a star or a plane. It just stayed in one spot. We actually, after much debate on what it could be and all things being illogical, decided to hop in the car and see if we could get closer. Ooh. Yes, we literally became the people in the movies that you scream at. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, these people have a sense of humor. Yeah, next you just need a stick to go uh, poke the monster and make sure it's dead. All right. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. Uh, and then it goes, uh, we were able to find the light on a back road. It was weird because the light was so, so, so bright and we were theoretically close to it, but we really weren't. The only way it wouldn't be closer is if it moved, but it, I wasn't thinking about it at the time. I have to admit, I got a little nervous. I honestly felt like the light was a, what is that? A presence. Oh, a presence to it. And it was very unexpected feeling since up until that moment, I still felt like it could be a bright fog light or something. We then drove in another direction to try to see if we could get closer. And finally we went home and the light was completely gone from view. When it literally lit up our whole room in the beginning, It was just super weird. I didn't think to take pictures. It just hadn't crossed my mind. I actually looked up a couple of sites just to see if anyone else saw it. And that's why I decided to report it. I'm so sorry we didn't take pictures. Uh, It just didn't cross our minds. And side note, after this happened, my husband notes that it reminded him of the light that came into our backyard and then went back up. I looked at him crossly and said he could have led with that info before we went looking for it. He stated he didn't because he knew I wouldn't go if he did. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And he is 100% correct. LOL. Oh, that's too... <laughs> that's too funny. Oh my goodness. You know, there's something to point out about this uh, report here from this lady. A lot of times people state I felt a presence with it. I felt like it knew I was watching or knew that I was following. And it just seemed to like behave in a certain way because of this like presence they felt. So really fascinating that she mentions this and, and points that out. So yeah, that that's common. All right. So the next one, UFO sighting in Nanomi, no, no, Nano no, no, Nanamo? I don't know. British Columbia. <laughs> oh, this one's older. So sometimes, you know, sometimes people have a sighting and they just can't shake it out of their head. And, and then they decide, you know, I should really report that. <laughs> so this happened uh, December 29th, 2018. And, um, subtitle is footage I witnessed being broadcast on the weather network on December 29th, 2018. All right. And it goes on and it says sometime in the last 10 years, the weather network aired footage In Nanamo, British Columbia, Canada. (laughs) And according to the screen timestamp of either a supermassive ancient crash spacecraft under snow and ice that looks like symmetrical mountain ranges, or maybe a very long lost city buried under ice and snow, or you tell me. TWN has not responded to any of my requests for footage, etc., And I can't remember the year. So even though I have the screenshot I captured, I can't even give them the definite year to be more precise in my request. Okay. Yeah. I don't have, uh, their footage and whatnot here to look at, but wouldn't that be fun? So you could listen to my reaction. Ooh. (laughs) All right. Okay. Next one. All right. This one is an alien, alien encounter in Texas. Oh, this one is also a little bit older. December, 2nd, 2016. The subtitle is tapped in. Okay. Uh, So they go on to say, I believe it was December 2016. I don't remember the exact date. My cousin, we'll just say John, came to LA after seeing my profile on Facebook and thinking I was rich because he read I had my own company. (laughs) What the heck? Did they, did they not know that these these reports go up on the site and it's public? <laughs> oh, 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 man. Man, they just put your name, first and last name out there, John. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Thinking I was rich because he read I have my own company. All right, and he begged... To be uh taken to a dispensary to get marijuana. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't know he was a drug head. That he had gone to prison. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Okay, hold on. My tears, I got to clear out of the way. <laughs> Why would you... Why would you have this person come? I mean, yeah, so they're a cousin, but really? If it's somebody you haven't seen forever and, you know, they got ulterior motives more than likely. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Drug head that went to prison. Uh, I had only done marijuana, but once in Texas with a girl named Amy. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Is this for real? Come on now. Come on. <laughs> okay. This is probably going to lead into an alien abduction thing here at some point, right? Okay. So we got Amy and John. he <laughs> just can't make this stuff up. All right. I gave in. We went. He bought some grass. I bought a candy bar. Back at the house at the kitchen table, I broke the candy in half and ate it. Later to find out that it was 75 milligrams. After consuming it, it took a while. Then I heard a click sound on the right lower backside of my head. <laughs> what? I started laughing and couldn't stop for hours. Worn out and exhausted, I laid, <laughs> I laid in my bed, and had an experience. Okay, we're finally, we're finally getting to the alien. Okay, I gotta wipe these tears. <laughs> oh, I was alive without a body. I was aware of me traveling through black space. I saw a quick vision of thousands of white or light gray heads looking like they were all seated at their computers. There were other visions, but I can't seem to remember them. After the visions, I felt the need to communicate. I asked questions with my thoughts. Something answered them, and it was very clear and decisive. Consciousness was alive and speaking from within me. That's a question mark at then. And guess what? That's it. <laughs> oh. oh. man. Oh, that just that made my day. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Breathe. All right. UFO sighting and Walsend, England. This happened November 18th, 2020. Sighted two bright unison lights moving together. Originally. I saw two orange-like orb lights flying very low over houses, moving north in unison. Got my phone out to film, only caught tail end of sighting, which was flashing triangle-shaped lights, very similar to my first sighting documented from August 2020. Well, that's all they put. Um, <laughs> all right, this next one. It has Black triangle sighting in Chesterfield, Illinois. Oh, this is a real old one. So these people reported quite late. Uh, August 15th, 1991. Close enough to know what the lights really are. That's their subtitle. Okay. And then it's a one-liner report. A three-sided craft with a dome on it. Right on the top. Got within 10 feet of this craft for 30 to 40 minutes. Cobalt blue in color. Oh, come on. Now oh, that's really interesting. And you just did a one-liner? I bet they didn't realize the hit send, (laughs) you know, and they kept typing or something. I don't know. All right. So anywho, (laughs) I'm sorry. These tears are still coming. Uh, Next one says UFO sighting in High Point, North Carolina, November 21st, 2020. Five objects spotted at different times, but similar paths. And they go on to say, daughter and son-in-law observed the first three. They came inside and got me. And I observed the last two. Objects started in the south-southwest and traveled to the north-northwest. The first of the two that I observed reached a point over our house and just disappeared. Within a matter of a minute or less, the next one started at about the same location that the first one I saw and started in the south. Path was mainly straight with a few variations of circular maneuvers. Hmm. The objects were orange in color and appeared to be orb-shaped, and the objects did not emit any sound. There were times it appeared that the objects pulsed. We are near the flight path of a a local airport, but these five objects were not in any of the known flight paths. These were not aircraft. Being former military, I would know formation lights and planes do not just disappear. This was on a clear night. In the videos, they appear to blink at times, but this is due to tree branches getting in the way. Oh, all right. That was pretty precise and pretty clear, pretty to the point. Okay, okay. This next sighting is called UFO Sighting in East vale, California. This occurred November 21st, 2020. The title is Black Orb. And they go on to say, Black Orb appeared over my home in Southern California at 4.43 p.m. immediately following a bright red glowing orb that just vanished. I watched the black orb appear in the lower part of the sky, almost looked like a giant black balloon that shapeshifter and, and blinked in and out of existence. It was in the sky for about 10 minutes until I couldn't see it anymore. I thought I lost sight of it until I uploaded and cropped the video clip of it and it looks like the sky blurs around the black orb before a portal opens as it vanishes into another dimension. (laughs) Psing! I wonder how they knew it went to another dimension. How do they not know? I mean, I don't know. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's That's a wild one. All right, so this next one says UFO sighting in Earlsboro, Oklahoma, November 18th, 2020. It looked as though I was setting on the water of my pond. Oh, they mean it was setting on the water of my pond. Okay, <laughs> the water of my pond. Uh, it says I was mowing with a bush hog. What is that? What is that? What's a bush hog? I, I topped the hill bringing my pond into view, and there it was. I stopped the tractor and watched it for about 10 minutes. It was just sitting there on the water, and and then as if somebody flipped a switch, it was gone. In the blink of an eye. Just gone. And that's all they put. You know, why is it that these really fascinating stories, like, they're just like, (laughs) they know to go, look, where do I report a UFO, where do I report a UFO? And then it just put a couple of sentences and it's like, this is amazing. And you guys just totally made it short. Like, I want to know, like, you know, what, 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 more details can we get out of this? I don't know. That, that was, that was really cool. But, um, so anyways, those are my latest uh, UFO reportings. I, I, I love reading these and <laughs> I don't know what on earth, I didn't know, I don't know what possesses people to write as they do because, uh, nobody capitalizes punctuations and and like to say you is is like the letter you I mean they're they like writing in text or something and I'm like uh, 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 trying to read the stuff off but at least they took the time to report it right so okay next thing on my agenda explorative news corner it's not not exciting not exciting but okay I, I've got something really cool though that I want to share here because it's like wow and what is in the explorative news corner well this is the title Scientists think they've detected radio emissions from an alien world. This comes to us from Megan Bartles, who wrote this article. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to read this off. Okay. So, subtitle similar findings may tell scientists about magnetic fields around exoplanets. Hmm. Scientists may have detected radio emissions from a planet orbiting a star beyond our sun for the first time. The astronomers behind the new research used a radio telescope in the Netherlands to study three different stars known to host exoplanets. The researchers compared what they saw to observations of Jupiter diluted as if being seen from a star system dozens of light years away. And one star system stood out, which is called Tau Boots. Mm. Which contains at least one exoplanet. If the detention if the detention if the detection holds up, it could open the door to better understanding the magnetic fields of exoplanets and therefore to exoplanets themselves. The researchers hope. <laughs> I'll slow it down. We present one of the first hints of detecting an exoplanet in the radio realm. Jake Turner, an astronomer at Cornell University and lead author of the new research, said in a statement. He continues, We make the case for an emission by the planet itself from the strength of polarization of the radio signal and the planet's magnetic field. It is compatible with theoretical predictions. Hmm... However, Turner and his colleagues aren't yet positive that the signal they detected really is coming from the planet dubbed Tau Boots. The researchers called for additional observations in the system, which is about 51 light years away from Earth in the constellation Boots. (laughs) The new research actually began at Jupiter. The researchers had previously studied that planet's radio emissions and then tweaked those measurements to reflect the effect that expected closeness to the host star and distance from Earth would have had on their observations of an exoplanet. Then the scientists consulted observations made in 2016 and 2017 by the low-frequency array, which is called LOFAR of the Netherlands. In addition to the potential signal from Tau Boots, the researchers also report that they may have picked up a signal from the star Upsilon, Andromedae or its planet. But, guys, do you know what that means? <laughs> that, that's incredible. But that detection was even fainter than the one from Tau Boots. So there's two different ones going on here. The researchers are interested in detecting radio emission from planets because such information may help scientists decipher what's happening in the same world's magnetic fields. Those magnetic fields, in turn, influence conditions on the surface of the planet. Earth's magnetic field protects the atmosphere that makes the world one we can survive, for example. Uh So, such magnetic fields can also tell scientists about other qualities of a world, like its structure and history. But so far, studying those magnetic fields directly has been difficult for scientists to manage, despite the fact that nearly every planet in our solar system has had one at some point in its history. Hence the interest in using radio emissions as an intermediate. They say, quote, We learned from our own Jupiter what this kind of detection looks like, Turner said. We went searching for it and we found it. But that's just the beginning of the story, not the end of it, he emphasized, since the radio emissions could still be coming from the stars of another source instead of the planet. So there remains some uncertainty that the detected radio signal is from the planet. The need for follow-up observations is critical. And the research is described in a paper that will be published by the Journal Astronomy and Astrophysics and is already available to read online. Hmm. And again, this is from Magel Bartles at Bartles at space.com. Wow. Wow. Fascinating, You know, I'll just let you guys chew on that because uh, that could have a lot of indications. And, you know, did you guys hear about what was slipped in this um, this little bill that, that Trump had passed? And there's like 180 days, a countdown, 180 days where <laughs> the powers that be are allowed to release information about the UFO phenomenon. Now, it's not a mandate. Like, they don't have to do it. But apparently this is uh, giving us that opportunity to go and place this stuff out there and um, they've been giving us little trickles and stuff here and there but the thousands of people all over the world that have been screaming oh my gosh there's aliens in my house oh my gosh I saw one in the sky oh my gosh here's a video oh my goodness here's a book I mean come on people have been talking about this stuff for a very long time Trust your neighbors, trust your family, trust your friends when they're telling you they've experienced something, and don't fall for the laughter that is being put into our minds to react in that way when something is presented to the, us out of the ordinary, because it's it's a real thing. It's a real thing, okay? I know how to have fun with these topics, I mean, just because. it's For me, it's been a part of my life for so long, having seen and witnessed a lot of strange things, but... Uh, I know how to take it serious and you know I I treat this topic like I do any other topic. I kind of kind of a lighthearted person in general, but I let these things sink in to realize it's something for real going on and uh, I've known people that have experienced horrific things and uh, life would have been a lot easier for them had they not mentioned what they experienced and then they keep being bold and brazen to share because they feel it's important. So, um, take that to heart. Know that a lot of people have really put their necks out there to just share what is going on in this world today and, uh, in hopes that we all wake up just a little bit at a time. And, uh, what's the countdown? Uh, we got some, some days left to this 180 days, but who knows what's going to happen. But you know, I want to thank you guys for joining me. You can catch me here. Remember, on Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander on Believe. And be sure to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com and tell me about what you've experienced out there, whatever it is that's going on and what's on your mind. And if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes. And we're available on your favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, and all those things. And be sure to go to believe.com that is b-l-e-a-v.com and at believe podcast and all of my social media just put at one heidi hollis because there's only one of me right <laughs> but uh, you know you've been listening to me heidi hollis the outlander here on angels to aliens remembering always if it's weird angels weird. to aliens goodbye everybody. from ghost stories to angel encounters bigfoot sightings alien abductions near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens, with Heidi Hollis, The Outlander.